Celebrating the last weekend of Women's History Month, I have to focus on some bullshit today. And so, let me prepare you. I am going to do a little bit of cursing, which is usual. I'm going to show some anger, which is usual. But I'm going to try to keep it to a minimum. But I am so, so, so tired and sad of the world we live in today. Now, as you can hear, I'm a little congested. I hope that that doesn't offend anyone, but I wanted to make sure that I at least recorded an episode discussing my next topic because I think that it's something that definitely hits home as far as mental health is concerned and mental illness is concerned. So today we're going to talk about gun violence. And as you are aware, the Nashville school shooting happened this past Monday. And again, we've lost some babies. We've lost some teachers. And it just seems like it's never ending. You know, people are not being held accountable. No one is sticking up for the rights of our children, the rights of teachers. Instead, they want us to adapt to guns being the norm. And that's not how it should work. Now listen, y'all. I grew up in Brownsville, Brooklyn. If you know Brownsville, you know that that's one of the toughest areas in Brooklyn. So gun violence is nothing new to me. But the mass killings of our babies in a place where they're supposed to be safe and teachers that are supposed to be teaching these mass murders have become newly old and we have to stop placing the blame on people that are mentally ill or people that, you know, schizophrenics are, are often, you know, blamed for gun violence and just different voices. And, and, and they want us to believe all of the bullshit that they show on TV about how mentally ill people act. And that is not the case. And you guys know that I have two babies. Well, they're two grown babies. But in 2018, my youngest baby was in high school. And there was an incident that took place during the school hours. And I believe that the school was locked down. And, of course, you know, when you're locked down, you're not supposed to communicate or anything. So I saw I happened to be home and I heard about it. And I sent a text to my my daughter. And in the meantime, you know, I was on the PTA and there was a network of moms. We were all on the PTA together. So we were able to communicate with each other, comfort each other, get the word out. And our children knew, 
you know, my daughter told her classmate to text their mom and I texted, you know, and it, we just had the text chain going to make sure that our babies were safe. Not everyone has that luxury. You can drop your babies off at school and you don't hear anything from anyone until three o'clock when it's time to pick them up. How heartbreaking must it be to go to pick your baby up from kindergarten, for example, and be faced with terror? That is, that should not be, that just should not be. I remember both of my daughters experienced some type of bullying through their school years. So if I'm coming up to the school, I'm coming up because we're going to find out why this person is bullying my, my baby or, you know, what's going on. Talk to a counselor, talk to the principal. I'm not coming up to the school to go through gun training, you know, during the PTA meeting. That's not how life is. That's not how life should be, I should say, because actually that is how our life is. Two weeks ago, I was on the Nextdoor app, and which is, you know, the, I wasn't on. I got a, a bulletin from the Nextdoor app, which is the community, sort of the, I call it the nosy neighbor brigade, <laughs> but it's the community um, app. And it said that there was a shooter out in my development in the parking lot, just shooting off a gun. He was high. And he started shooting. Do you think that the office told any of us? I live on the first floor, directly out or into the parking lot. What if that man wanted to jump over my balcony? What if a bullet, what if I was sitting on the, the, the porch and, and he decided to shoot a bullet my way? This stupid state is more concerned about privacy and bullshit that they didn't think that my safety or the safety of the people that live in this development was important enough to share that we were in danger. And this is where we are today. No one is concerned about the nitty gritty, lives lost. Children are going to school and they are not coming home or the ones that are coming home are going to be traumatized for the rest of their life because of what they experienced at the hands of someone with a gun. So first we had, what do we have? Uvalde, Texas, right? 21 lives lost. This past week in Nashville, six lives lost. We had Buffalo. When is it going to be come a problem for lawmakers. This happened in Nashville, Tennessee. And do you know that one of the, I, I hate to say lawmakers, one of the, the idiot government people <laughs> said they're not going to touch the gun laws because they're not going to do the right thing. Excuse me? So you'd rather s sit by with your thumb up your butt than try to pass a law to protect the children of your state. Those people elected this asshole into office so he can speak for them. And he doesn't feel like their babies are enough. 
he doesn't think that they should touch the gun laws because what they might mess it up what can you mess up if you pass a law that says that guns are illegal guns shouldn't be here guns shouldn't be there then what is what are you messing up you're saving lives but they don't care about that i even you know have gone so far to think that maybe um you know the guns are the extension of another part of the the body on a man because they fight so hard to keep these guns on the street according to the new york times american babies accounted for 97% of the total gun deaths from all 12 countries all 12 countries Guns are the leading cause of death for our babies in the United States. Not COVID, <laughs> you know, not the mumps, not the measles. Gun deaths are the leading cause for our babies in the U.S. Twelve countries. And yet, they stand by and they want to blame it on us. You know, well... We know that diva with depression, she's got depression and she don't know how to handle it. So she's probably responsible for the, sh the shooting in, in this place. Oh, and we know that young man over there, he has schizophrenia. So he's more likely to go out and shoot up a school. No, that's not the way it works. People that, and, and there's a, you know, y'all, I always got to give my statistic. But according to WebMD, mental illness is not a factor in mass murderers. It's not. They're angry. Mass murderers are angry. They bothered. Something might have triggered them. And it could be, you know, something trivial that triggered them. But they are not necessarily on the, in the scope of what mental illness is. So... This young lady that committed the murders on Monday, she lost a friend last year. And she they said that she was struggling with grief. Is that an excuse to go and take the lives of six people? Because you lost one friend. And I'm not saying that lightly. I, like I I've lost people that I love dearly. But I didn't think that that was the time for me to go out and take the lives of other people. That, that's not mentally ill. That is not under the guideline of what mentally ill is. So lawmakers have to stop blaming these mass murders on mental illness. Stop trying to find scapegoats for what you won't do to help save the people of this country. These assholes are banning books but lining their pockets with blood and gun money. Banning books. Like, what sense does that make? What sense does that make? Instead of buying school supplies, instead of making sure the class size is down, making sure that you have quality teachers, making sure that 
you know, the curriculum is fair and equal. Public lunches are available. They don't care about that. They don't care about that. They just want the money. And that's what it comes down to. I used to think that it was a gun thing. I, I know that it's money. I know that it's money. And I know that these people do not care about us. And I, for one, am pissed the fuck off. Because, excuse me, but I am. Because I, number one, am someone that lives with mental illness. Number two, I'm a mental health advocate. And I hate that every single time something happens in the world, when I go to read the blurb, the first thing that they will throw out there is mentally ill, especially if it's a white person. Now, if it's a black person that committed the crime, they're, they're just the scum of the earth. And their mamas just gave birth to them and left them in the middle of the street. They're the worst dregs of society. But if it's a white person, oh, they must be mentally ill. And that burns me up. That pisses me off because the prison numbers are so high. Because that that label is placed on people immediately. And, and that's not fair. And, and it just, it shouldn't just piss me off. It should piss you off too. Because all it takes is one incident for them to come into your house and label your child guilty, mentally ill, and send them to prison for something that they didn't do. Or maybe we're going to go and we're going to, you know, pick somebody up on the street who has schizophrenia and say that he fits the profile in my quotes. And then that's that person's going to remain in jail for the rest of their life for bullshit because these assholes don't think that they should write laws to protect us from gun violence. It has to stop. It has to stop. My lovely piece of shit state just made it legal to buy a gun without a permit. Now, I know, being mentally ill, that I don't think that I can buy a gun legally. I know I know where to get them, but I can't buy them legally because you had this extra check system. Now, they're saying that they're making it legal to buy a gun without a permit. The man said, this is a gun, the owner of the gun shop here. A FBI check is supposed to be done, in my air quotes. But if they ignore dead children, do they give a fuck about a, a FBI law, a background check? No. No, they don't. They don't care about anything. Guys, I live across from a hospital. And when I tell you that, for the past, I, I've been in this area almost five years, for at least the past four years, every night, throughout the night, it's sirens, either from the police station around the corner to the ambulance going to the hospital across the street. It's constant every single day now. When you open up the papers in this city, someone is murdering someone or being murdered gun violence gun violence gun violence and 
these assholes see the statistics, they read the stories, and they still decided to veto a bill that made it mandatory to have a pistol permit before you can buy a gun. What does that say? That says that they're full of shit. And that's all there is to it. I looked up some items that are available now. There is a bulletproof backpack that you can buy for $100. Now, remember the days when your children just wanted door to explore a knapsack, Batman, Spider-Man. I think now it'll what be um, Coco Melon. These are the, the $10 knapsacks that our kindergartners and first graders should be looking at. But you are looking in the paper to go find a store to buy a bulletproof backpack. There's an elementary school in Alabama that just installed a bulletproof whiteboard. You have to go online and you have to see it. A bulletproof whiteboard. The, it's sort of like a retracting wall. So if there's um, violence or they're notified of violence, you slide the board all the way across the, cla the, the classroom and that protects the occupants from bullets. Teachers are now having to do drills with their children. I don't know about you, but I I wanted to color when I was in the first grade. I didn't give a fuck about bullets. I didn't want to do no drills. I wanted to color. When when I was in the fifth grade, you know y'all, when they used to bring out that <laughs> that um video cart and you knew you were gonna watch a movie, that's what we were supposed to be worried about. That's what our kids should be worried about. They shouldn't be going over gun drills. Teachers already have to struggle with supplies, overcrowded classrooms, low pay, and now you're telling them that they have to become bullet shields for the children that they teach? No. No. There's no way that you can tell me that this is right. There's no way that anyone is going to convince me. At this point, my future grandchildren will have to have bulletproof school uniforms. Remember, I know when my oldest was younger, it was a yellow shirt and blue pants. So now my grandkids are going to have to wear full body bulletproof school uniforms, maybe a helmet. Metal detectors are in a lot of schools. It's going to, it should be, it's going to have to be mandatory in all schools. And, and, but, but here's the thing. If this state said that you don't need a permit to buy a gun, what makes you think that they give a shit about whether somebody, somebody's book bag goes off <laughs> in, the, in the metal detector at school? They don't care. They don't care. And all of this, you know, affects our mental health. We can't sit by and try to make it seem like it doesn't affect our mental health. Your kids are anxious. Your kids are scared. Your kids are tired. Your kids are triggered. Your kids are trauma filled because they can't just live their lives. And then, you know, just in the past 
year or so since we came off of lockdown where these babies were locked up for two years and now you're sending them out and students are dying teachers are dying in front of them and we don't think that this will affect their mental health something has to change something has to change assholes keep pointing fingers at other assholes oh this side says it's their fault the other side said it's their fault and back and forth and back and forth in the meantime our babies are dying they're dying kids are not graduating from school anymore and wanting to be teachers because number one they don't pay enough but number two there's no protection there's no protection they have to leave their families at home to go to school to take a bullet put their lives in danger it, it's not fair but of course let's ban some books because that's the real problem let's reverse gun laws because that's the real problem let's blame it on the mentally ill because that's the real problem I'm pissed the fuck off and I wish that more people were pissed the fuck off because the future does not look bright for my grandchildren it does not look bright for my friends now that are, are having grandchildren you know or, or people with young children it's you know I, I said this I, I, I say this probably once a week that if I was raising my children now I don't know what kind of parent I would be I don't know how I would be because the world is so different and, and it's just, it's 20-something years different, you know? And it's just changed so much. And yet, we sit around and we wonder why our children are acting out. Why our children are misbehaving. Because they don't, they don't have any hope. They don't have any hope. They don't have any social, social reasons to go to school anymore because it's just become a routine a traumatizing routine I would probably homeschool at this point because why would I willingly take my children to school and put them in danger but the lawmakers the assholes up on the hill They've got millions, they've got nannies, they can bring in the best teachers, they can do whatever they want, all while making money off of the blood of our babies and the blood of our hardworking teachers. Teachers have to teach gun safety instead of coloring. Like, think about that. Think about that. We should all, and it, I know I keep saying it, but we should all be pissed off. We really should, because there's only one way to stop this. Laws have to change. Our babies have to become paramount. Our teachers have to become paramount. Other countries do it. You know, one mass shooting... And 
they're shut down, they're changing laws, they're doing whatever the fuck they got to do to make sure that the people of their country are safe. We can't do that. Because we have a bunch of greedy ass slobs controlling our country. And blood means nothing to them. I was reading that the actress Melissa Joan Hart, her children's school is in the neighborhood in Nashville. And her and her husband were driving to teacher conferences. They're her children just so happened they weren't in school that day but they were on their way to teacher conferences parent teacher conferences and they were evacuating the elementary school in her area so her and her husband stopped to help get the babies across the highway to safety they were going to PTA meetings and parent teacher conferences and this is what she's faced with and that's after she lived near Sandy Hook and her and her family experienced that also. How do you think that her and her children are coping? It's not good. It's not good. And I just think that more, more of us need to get angry. And not just angry, but come up with a plan as to how we're going to protect our teachers and our students and the people around us, our communities. How are we going to protect each other? Because no one's protecting us. No one. You know, um, if she and her husband stopped to help evacuate a school, think about all of the people that probably would have just kept driving or been mad because it was traffic. Our priorities are gone, are gone. And we just want to find scapegoats instead of addressing the problem. This should not be the norm. It should not be the norm. So I think it's time for us to be angry, be scared, be safe, but do what you have to do to protect you, your family, your babies, your friends, your neighbors, your community, because no one is gonna save us, no one. And the more these things keep happening, the more <clears throat> our mental health is gonna tank. It's gonna tank because we're living in fear. Everywhere we go, we're living in fear. You know, you can go to dinner, and that's okay. And somebody will pull out a gun. Because that's the easy answer. I'm going to get into an argument, I'm, you know, I'm just going to fire my gun. And ain't nobody teaching these motherfuckers how to shoot. they just throwing bullets in the air and hoping that they land. You know why? Because they didn't need a permit to buy a gun. And the background check, the man said, oh, be patient with us. The, the background checks are going to be backed up because it is new law. Reversal. So what does that mean? That means that those people that are want guns are just going to go buy them. They're just going to go buy them from somebody on the street. 
and the spiral will continue. We already, we already know, you guys already hear me, always hear me tell you about the signs of being traumatized or, or becoming mentally ill. And, and this is for you and your children. Pay attention to actions. Are they sad? Are they withdrawing? Are they not participating in activities anymore? Are they always on edge? Are they always worried? You know, I know something happened and my daughter, after this event took place, she was always worried about something similar happening again. And so it was always, well, mommy, if we go there, then this might happen. So we're not going to go there anymore. I don't want to go there anymore. Pay attention to the signs. If your friends and your family members are teachers, pay attention to the signs. Are they withdrawing? Are they, is their health failing? Pay attention. Drug and alcohol use will increase. Pay attention and get help. Turn off the TV, hug each other, and have a conversation about what is going on in this world. Because although we want to protect our babies, we can't ignore what is happening. We must talk to them and let them know what's going on. And let them know that, that when it comes to you, they're always, you know, you're going to protect them at all costs. That's what you need to do, reassure them. If your sister or your brother or your bestie is a teacher, listen, talk to them, offer to make them some dinner. Offer to babysit for them. Little things, big things, whatever it takes to comfort someone in these times of need. On my Instagram page and on my website, I do have listings for numbers to call. Grief Share is um, an organization that you can log on and find support groups in your area. The Crisis Text Line, which is text home to 741-741 there's grieving.com and you can also reach out to SAMHSA and and get some information there find out where resources are available in your area because folks we are we are grieving we really are we're grieving these losses we're grieving the loss of life as we know it we're grieving the loss of innocence the loss of care, the loss of community. We're grieving all of this. Look into your local mental health organizations. They will have resources available to show you where to go to get some help for yourself, for your babies, for your family members, for whoever. I know NAMI is, I talk about NAMI all the time, but I know that they do keep a record of therapist directories and resources on their site. Mental Health America is another wonderful organization that keeps a directory on their site and resources. Wealth of information. These are listed 
on my website under resources and I do have them highlighted on my Instagram page. If you can't find it, you DM me, email me, and I will get the information for you. I even went to, two months ago, I went to a conference, a two-day conference for um, veterans assistance to find out how to help the veterans in our area get help to get the mapping plan together. I even know I met the person who gives out free gun locks in this community. If that is something that you're interested in, let me know and I will give you the information. That's another way of protecting yourself. If you're going to have a gun in the house, make sure that it's locked up and away from curious eyes and hands. We cannot pretend that it's not affecting us or our children. Events like this keep multiplying and they take control of our minds and our emotions. And we have to start protecting ourselves better. Like I said, turn off the news, turn off social media. I don't even watch the news anymore, y'all. I read highlights, very few highlights every day and you're talking to somebody that used to watch the news three times a day and read two newspapers every day I do not watch the news turn off the TV have a conversation hug each other grieve if necessary grieve together if necessary your feelings are valid and if you shut down and become cold that'll hurt more than it would help you and we don't want to see that we don't want to see that. So, again, check out my resources section. Go to my website, my Instagram page, and everything is listed there. Any type of help. And, you know, if you're not already subscribed to my site, please do. There's loads of information on my site, divawithdepression.com listen, share, give feedback. If you have any extra tips, let me know. I will gladly pass them along. You can send me an email, you can send me a DM, and I'll research it and I will share it because we all have information that someone needs. Please, please, please stay safe. Find peace. I love you guys. And special thank you to my baby, my youngest baby, for suggesting this topic. I had a whole different topic ready for today, but I wanted to make sure that this is something that I would address because it affects us all. Just remember that you're a superhero, and I want you to stay well. Take care. Music.